Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. Have a, a life outside of the classroom. If a four-day work week had been an option, it's probable that I would not have left. Time really was not the factor. More hours doesn't equal better education. So we added another 10-minute recess in there. Just don't make the assumption that the fifth day is just a day off. A lot of innovative thinkers around the state are using that fifth day to think outside the box. It's back-to-school time for kids and teachers all across the country. And here in Missouri, there are about 160 districts where the school week for this academic year will be four days, not the traditional five. To talk with us about that, we welcome two guests with experience and expertise. Our first is John Turner, an associate professor of education at Missouri State University. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air, John. Thanks for having me, Elaine. So let's start with a kind of a, a history of the four-day school week in Missouri. When and where did this first happen, John? Yeah, in Missouri, the, to transition to a four-day school week has been allowed for 14 years. And, and to be candid with you, those first few years, there were very few adopters, and almost all of them were exclusively extremely rural, small school districts. And the reason that those early adopters, the first one was Lathrop in northwest Missouri, uh, the, the reason those early adopters did it, a lot of times it was about money. They could save a little bit on transportation, maybe save a little bit on, on substitute teachers. And, and things like that to start out. Uh, but then over the years, again, with a very slow start, uh, especially here the last five or six years, you've seen the numbers grow astronomically. And as you mentioned, right now we're at least at 160 four-day school weeks in Missouri, and that takes us over the 30% mark in Missouri. Mm -hmm. And when was it that you began following this uh this trend, this this approach to to school days and and number of days in the week. You bet. This is this is my tenth year of uh, starting my tenth year of following the four day school week in Missouri. When I transitioned, I used to be a, a school administrator in public schools in Missouri. And when I came to Missouri State and and began my research on the topic, when I first began, we only had twenty five in the state. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. sort of my claim to fame was uh, those first couple of years at, uh, when we had sixty one four day school weeks in the state of Missouri. I went out and visited sixty of them. Was actually on site and visiting with teachers and superintendents and parents and students in those sites and completing our research. And so again, uh, uh, that going out and being on the road and being inside those first 60 school districts in the state of Missouri was really eye-opening for me because you can really begin to sense uh, the challenges that those schools are facing that, that caused them to transition to a four-day school week. Mm -hmm. Now, that is significant growth in just a decade's time. What accounts for that? You know, and like I said, I, I always say that sort of like three generations of, of how it rolled out. That first generation, again, the very smallest, most rural school districts, uh, those first early adopters, it was about money. And and uh, again, they could save a little bit and... and uh, uh, Budget in small rural schools, especially, are extremely tight, and they, uh, 
you know, it, it might not sound much to, to larger school districts, but, you know, if they could save $50,000, that's a teaching position mm-hmm. by transitioning to the four-day school week. Then you had sort of the second generation that I always call the keeping up with the Joneses generation, mm-hmm. that group that, uh, you know, they saw the success. They saw those those uh, early adopters attracting more teachers and how it was seeming to be as successful academically. And so those you began to see sort of concentric rings grow around those early adopters and then that sort of expanded it and then i think the third generation here are the ones that have adopted here in the last four or five years it's transitioned almost exclusively to recruiting and retaining high quality teachers is mm-hmm. that that even before the pandemic hit us uh the challenge of recruiting high quality teachers was exceptionally hard especially when you look at things like salary disparity between suburban and urban school districts as compared to smaller rural school districts you know it is not uncommon in the state of Missouri that a veteran teacher with the same amount of experience and same amount of education may be making twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars more in a suburban school district than they are in a rural school district. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one of the things that those small rural schools could do is they might not be able to compete with money, but this four-day week seemed to be extremely attractive to teachers. And one of my interesting findings from some of our early research is when people transition to the four-day week, they think uh, they're going to get a lot of uh, new college graduates coming right out of school, teachers that are 22, 24, uh, they think they're going to get a lot of applicants from those when they transition to the four-day week, and that does happen. Mm-hmm. But one of the surprising things that they found is that by transitioning to the four-day week, they're attracting a lot of veteran teachers, people that are in years 25 <laughs> that right. are r- wrapping up their career that all of a sudden now moving to a smaller school district on a four-day week, even though they may take a bit of a salary penalty or maybe a significant salary penalty, losing money, that that seems to be very attractive to them. So again, that's how it sort of played out. It's been very uh, practical as mm-hmm. far as the way that it has grown in Missouri. Yeah, and we've talked uh, actually a number of times on this show about the challenges around teacher recruitment and retention, so that resonates in that way. Parents and guardians, I'd like to invite you to join the conversation. If your child's school were to implement a four-day school week, what questions would you have about it? And teachers and former teachers, how would you feel about meeting with students four days out of the week instead of five? Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 314-382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpr.org. I'd like to bring another guest into the conversation, and that's Greg Klingensmith. He is direct experience leading a four-day school week district that's within our listening area, and that's just west of St. Charles County. He's the superintendent for Warren County Schools. Superintendent Klingensmith, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. So we are talking about uh, an idea that for many people is um, at least unfamiliar, if not you know, completely foreign. So there must be some perception versus reality aspects that, that come up. What are some of the ones, um, Superintendent, that you have seen come up um, around time, for example? Yes. Uh, John, if you could respond to to that about perception versus reality. I'm sorry, I lost you there. Oh, yes. 
Okay, yes, they come back. Ahead. Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, so just um, make sure I got the question right. Just, you know, uh, the reality versus, you know, kind of the rumors that are out there to kind of clear some of that up. Is that yes. what I need to and, try and to address? Yes, and specific okay. yeah. to concerns about time, you know, how much time is spent um, in the classroom, for example. Sure, sure. So uh, the state of Missouri requires everyone to go 1,044 hours. So whether you go four days, three days, five days, six days, you're, you have to go 1,044 hours in Missouri. And, and however you organize that, it's up to local school districts. And uh, so what, when we made our transition over here in, in Warrington, and just so people know where that is, we're halfway between St. Louis and Columbia, right on I-70. And every school district from Warrington all the way to Columbia on I-70 is a four-day school week. And mm-hmm. so just kind of just give you the geography of, of where, where that is lands. Uh, and luckily for us, as we implemented it, we were right next to Lord of Montgomery County, who's been doing it for almost the whole time. I think they're on year 13 now mm. of the four-day week. So we had some neighbors that were doing it and saw a lot of success with it. Uh, so from the time perspective, though, what uh, in, on the academic side, everyone's going similar hours. There might be, if you're going a five-day week, a lot of them are closer to 1,100 hours and closer to the minimum of 1,044. And so when we made the transition, we did a a really a deep study on all the school districts in the state on what made an impact on student achievement. And time really was not the factor that made the impact on student achievement. Mm-hmm. What made the impact on student achievement was the free and reduced lunch percentage of your school district, uh, the mobility rate of your school district, the discipline rates. Uh, so, of course, you want all those to be low to have high student achievement. And the things that had positive impacts was the uh, proportional attendance, so your attendance rate, and then your teachers with master's degrees and the average years of experience of your teachers. So what we decided to do in in our school district was leverage our time to get the best teachers because we know that's what impacts student achievement the most is having the best teachers and keeping them. Our situation here is we're about 15 miles from Winsville, which pays about $20,000 more per year than our staff can make here in Warrenton. And so to keep up, we, we just can't afford to pay those salaries. Um, we've even ran tax levies and those all have failed. Uh, but what we've tried to do then is, okay, this is what we have to work with. We're gonna live within our means and we can't pay. So what do we have to, um, used to keep our teachers. And we, we chose time as our bargaining tool. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we were looking at in our calendar is before we switched to the five day, from the five day to the four day week, we had an early release every Wednesday uh, or almost or every, every other Wednesday. And I'd walk the halls and, and there wasn't a whole lot of academic work happening. And then we had professional development in the afternoon and people were tired and weren't doing a great job in the PD there. And so we thought we could gain more by eliminating that day, essentially. And and then we had PD scattered throughout the year at random times or professional development. And so we just decided to have a consistent calendar and to go Tuesday through Friday with no early releases, except the last day of the school year and right before the winter break. And that consistency has allowed us to retain more teachers and have better professional development on Mondays and just give a consistent calendar to families to plan around and, and, and students so they know every Monday we're off and, and we can uh, do the things we need to do. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of our story. Right, right. We have Melissa in St. Louis who is calling in to share her perspective as a former teacher. Melissa, you're on St. Louis on the air. Hi, thank you. 
Yes, I was a teacher for about a decade, and in 2022, I left the profession. And if a four-day work week had been an option, it's probable that I would not have left. And why is that? Our workload was intense. Mm -hmm. There were, as the speaker was saying just before me, all of the early releases and uh, professional developments throughout uh, those early releases, the the consistency that he was describing would have uh, made would have made a difference. Melissa, thank you so much for calling us. Melissa joined us by calling 314-382-8255, and we want to hear from you as well. What question do you have about four-day school weeks? Call us at 314-382-8255. That's 314-382-TALK. So this gets to another question that I had had and uh, about uh, misperceptions, and that has to do with the commitment of teachers um, that those wanting a four-day week wanted it because they were being lazy or somehow less committed. John, um, what do you have to say uh, about that notion? Yeah, and you and I appreciate you bringing that up because that is the general perception. I jokingly tell people I get to be the javelin catcher at these community meetings that many times in school districts are considering the transition to the four-day week. And often the most barbed questions relate to, um, you know, an... a perception that, that this is the way that the teachers are trying to get out of work. But if you go through and look at the reality, like Greg and I are talking about, teachers are still teaching the same number of hours, 1,044, whether they're on a four-day week or a five-day week. So they're in front of students the same amount of time. And then if you look at the other details, because most school districts still have teachers coming in on the fifth day mm-hmm. for professional development throughout the year and use it maybe one time a week or, or one time a month or two times a month that teachers are coming in for professional development on the fifth day. Actually, teachers are on campus more. But uh, that, that's one of the huge misconceptions that I always try to address with people is, again, this is not about giving teachers an easy way out. But again, uh, and, and again, I think all of us that have gone through the public school system, uh, that, that we know that the system looks the same now as it did uh, you know, in the 1950s, mm-hmm. is that you're on a five-day week, school starts about 8, 8.30, it gets done about 3, 3.30. And you know that doesn't offer a whole lot of flexibility for any professionals like like teachers uh, to have a, a life outside of the classroom. And again, if you stack on other duties they do as far as coaching responsibilities or class sponsorship or activities that they do at school, it just makes the profession of being a teacher almost overwhelming. So there's something about having that flexibility in that fifth day uh, that seems very attractive to people, again, not only to attract them into the teaching profession, but I think the next step is that, just like the previous caller that we had that called in on our phone, is that will it keep people in longer mm-hmm. in the teaching profession. You know, I, I, I started teaching in Missouri public schools back in 1988. People like me that served 25, 30 years in, in a classroom in Missouri, 
you know, we're unicorns now. And, you know, the most recent uh, Blue Ribbon report that came out of DESE uh, as far as teacher retention is you see, you know, less than half of beginning teachers in Missouri make it to year six. Well, that's not sustainable. And right. so we've got to figure out ways that we can look at the profession differently uh, because we've got to figure out ways to keep people in classrooms longer than, than you know, five years. Right. We'll be back in just a moment. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at choosewood.com. Now back to our conversation about four-day school weeks in districts across Missouri. We have Lynn, a retired teacher in St. Louis, uh, calling in with a question. Well, Lynn, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Hi, everybody. I had a question for the superintendent because I didn't hear the question specifically answered. Um, He talked about the number of contact hours per year. But I didn't hear what does it boil down to, like, per day. Um, My background is in a high school setting, and I just didn't know. As a teacher, you can see students' eyes glaze over when you have spent too much time on a topic or spent too... And I didn't know sometimes more hours doesn't equal better education. And I just was curious if, if, like, in the elementary, if they break it up with maybe a little more recesses that kids need or... You know, if there are study halls at the high school level, I just, I needed to kind of see the nuts and bolts, how that broke down um, for contact hours during the the day, each day of the four-day week. Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you, Lynn. Sure. Happy to talk about that. We um, did add more recess at our elementary schools when we switched over. Uh, before, we just had one 20-minute recess, and we added another 10-minute recess in there uh, just to give kids time to move. And I think recess is an important part of the day for our elementary kids. Uh, our day starts at 740 and ends at 315. So we had to extend our day 33 minutes total. And we then that was about Oh, five or six minutes per hour at the high school level. Um, and I've not heard any feedback that those hours have been too long or anything like that from our high school staff. Uh, they, they thought that was been fine. And so it, uh, that's, that's our day. Thank you, um, Superintendent, <laughs> for responding sure. to Lynn's question there. Now, something that I wanted to make sure we got to has to do with another aspect of perception and reality and how things are going um, as well has to do with care on the fifth day and the challenges for families, whether they are imagined or that they've materialized. Um, Superintendent, talk with us about that and what you heard from families when this idea of a four-day school week was first floated. Sure. So as you can imagine, people were not thrilled about the idea initially. And so we had um, you know, a public forum and we had uh, our community members be able to come talk to our board of education and myself present our information and, and why we're making this uh, decision and, and the board listened and voted what they felt was best at the time. And one of the big 
components that everyone was concerned about is child care. And for us, we, we're in school Tuesday through Friday. And that's what I like to call our required time that kids have to come to school. Tuesday through Friday, we're, those are when you have to be here. On our Mondays that we have off, which the ones that are not holidays, when you look at the calendar, there's so many Monday holidays, it just made sense to go to school Tuesday through Friday. And so on the Mondays that are not holidays, we have what we call here in Warrenton care days. And uh, I think most four day school weeks have had some sort of care program initially, at least whenever they have started their four day week. And that's an optional day for students to come uh, and they can engage in student activities. But we really want to put the care first in our children here and, and the idea of uh, taking care of the whole child. So we've done things like haircuts, doctor's visits, um, people have come up and done laundry, you know, just whatever care needs to be taken care of. You know, we're kind of, we're open and we're here for anything that they need. Uh, but for example, I work five days a week. Central office here is open five days a week. My wife works uh, on Mondays. And so we, our children attend the Monday Care Day program and they, um, we're highly engaged and, and we do a lot of STEM activities, uh, science, technology, engineering, and math on those days. Um, and and of, we have about 3,000 students in our school district and about 80 to 100 take advantage of that every Monday. Mm-hmm. Now, we have an example of a middle school that is a, a little closer to where we are right now um, at the station in St. Louis City. And that's Southeast Middle School in the Hazelwood School District. And they've just made the decision to institute four-day weeks for teachers and five-day weeks for students. Producer Emily Woodbury reached out to Hazelwood Schools to ask what led to the decision to make the switch. And in the response, what we heard was that it was an initiative of the school principal, Marsha Wallace, to increase student engagement and excitement for learning while attracting more teachers to teach at the school. The goal of the thematic school is to create a school that educates the whole child intellectually, socially, and emotionally. Instruction will focus on academic growth, career technical education, and goal setting. The school will also introduce multiple project-based learning activities and utilize community partners as an ongoing resource. And so that, I think, speaks a a little bit to what uh, Superintendent Klingensmith that you've talked about. John, how much of what we've just described reflects what you know about schools that are going four-day in more rural areas? Yeah, and you know uh, the the uh, the uh, pilot project they're putting on there at Hazelwood. Let's just say there's a lot of eyes looking that way because that idea of teachers being on a four-day week, but the students still there for the fifth day to focus on career technical education or other things like that. That's extremely interesting, and it's an innovative pathway. Uh, but you know, looking statewide, I think that's one of the things I always point out to people is just don't assume that the fifth day nothing's going on mm-hmm. because uh, the fifth day, even in the smallest, most rural schools. I'll I'll use New Bloomfield right outside of Jefferson City in Columbia. Their fifth day, they do something that's called uh, Monday Academy, where they go through and do academic intervention for struggling students in math and reading. And so that fifth day uh, for students that are performing on target levels in math and reading, it is a day off for them. But for students that are struggling academic, that fifth day, those kids still come in Mm -hmm. that are struggling and and get academic intervention. You know, if you look around the state, the, the fifth day can be used for career experts job shadowing opportunities, uh, and the elementary grades, even, you know, it's something that people find funny sometimes is that in small rural communities, oftentimes we don't have uh, uh, 
like a peewee football program or even a, a little league baseball program. And so extracurricular activities are sometimes fill in that void on the fifth day where community members get together and say, now we've got this fifth day, let's start a an elementary grade basketball program. So again, just don't make the assumption that the fifth day is just a day off. A lot of innovative thinkers around the state are using that fifth day to think outside the box and utilize it in an innovative way uh, to both engage students, but again, also have that that uh, attractive carrot that you can hold out to teacher applicants to say, you're teaching four days a week, but there could be some opportunities on the fifth day to again, think outside the box. John Turner is an associate professor of education at Missouri State University, and Greg Klingensmith is the superintendent of Warren County Schools. John and Greg, thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you. Thank you. This episode was produced by Emily Woodbury with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.